What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary. And this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays. So if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful, amazing, beautiful souls, head to my website for more information, themanifestly.com slash events. Visit the link in the show notes. And yeah, let's let's hang out in Bali. After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. At Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum. We did it. We time-traveled to yesterday. Wait, Progressive covers us 24-7, but we just created an eight-day week, and it's 24-7 coverage, not 24-8. We gotta go back. Are you joking right now? Shh, I'm calling them. Hi, I have a question about time travel. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to Manifest Daily. My name is DeAndre Nicolette. If you're new, hey, girl, hey, welcome. Thank you for joining. And if you're an OG listener, hey, what's up, girl? Thank you for coming back, for listening, for tuning into the podcast. We lit. Okay, happy to have you here. So, y'all, it is episode 111 of the podcast. We lit. We're excited. Let's pop a little champagne. Let's do a little toast, a little virtual toast, because I am so excited that we have gotten to 111 episodes because y'all know we love the number 111, angel number 111, new beginnings and new things, new blessings, all that jazz. So I thought it would only be fitting for us to talk about my updated manifestation routine for this episode. I figured let's take it back to like the OG roots. Let's take it back to talking about what we talk about on Manifest Daily and what we love to talk about, which is a manifestation. Like, let's just do it, okay? But before we dive into my updated manifestation routine and a little hint for y'all, a little disclaimer, little not even a disclaimer, a little spoiler alert rather, Y'all, it's real simple, but we're going to get into that in a minute. Okay, in a minute. But I just wanted to just have like a moment of like setting the scene of honesty for you guys from like basically letting you guys know where I'm at. And y'all know we love to do this at the beginning of the podcast episode or just throughout the whole podcast episode because I love me a good tangent. 
But it is currently Monday, March 15th. I'm taking a little bit of like a lunch break, a break from work. It's a beautiful day here in Dallas. It's about 80 degrees, which is so insane because my mom called me and she was telling me that in Boston, they're having like a cold freeze. Like it's apparently the real field temp is like freezing in Boston right now. So I'm like, girl, let me send you some of this sun, okay? <laughs> so I was just out on my patio and I was just like laying on the grass. Like y'all know I got some fake grass. If you don't follow me on Instagram, girl, Go follow me on Instagram, okay? I basically like bought some fake grass, set up my patio, put like a chair out there, a cushion, just I'm making it into a really nice cozy space that I can go out there and chill on when I just want to get out of like the house, but like still be in the house. Y'all know, you know if you know, okay? So I was just out there on the patio, just chilling and I was really just trying to like have a moment to just be and be still. Earlier today, I was really, really sad, you guys. I woke up and I did all the things. I feel like I was going to do an episode before, um, maybe about a week ago, on how to pull yourself out of a rut. Because we all know, as humans, we have this range of emotions, and that means that we're not always 100% happy all of the time, which is totally okay. But what is you know necessary to do while you're feeling your emotions and while you're meeting yourself where you're at is to also sort of like meet yourself where you're at with that compassion, right? So what is it that's actually going to help you to feel better? What is it that's going to actually help you to process those emotions to actually understand what you're going through, why you're going through it, and how you can move through it with grace? And so for me, I've been kind of struggling emotionally in the past week. And I think part of it has to do with sort of my cycle, right? And sort of how we know our cycles are all about sort of that purge. And I think for me, that has meant a lot of purging of emotions that I haven't really fully dealt with in the last month. I think it's been purging of just all the old. I, this is the first cycle I've had since everything that's happened in the last month. And so I think my body was just sort of emotionally, physically, and spiritually purging a lot of that old and stagnant energy. And so it's it's been tough in the past week. And so today I woke up and so I've been doing a lot of emotional eating and I was like, okay, I'm going to get back in the gym today because I also took a break from the gym with it being my cycle. I've been really trying to honor myself when it is my monthly cycle, just taking a break and pausing the workouts and just sort of like being like, you know what, I can chill. I can sort of, you know, relax a little bit, let my body go through what it's going through because it takes a lot of energy to purge and to bleed monthly. I had this moment this morning, I woke up, went to the gym, had me a good workout. You know, I was starting my day off right in all the right ways, right? So I had the vitamins. I drank a good bit of water. I had a good breakfast and I just felt so sad. I remember I went up to or went down to rather the conference room here because I've just been liking to work in the conference room. It's I just like the actual room, how they designed it. And I always feel really nice when I go there and work and I get in this very productive mood. And I was just sitting there and y'all, I just I started to cry and I literally was like, I need to go home because if someone walks in this room right now, they're going to be like, girl, are you okay? Like, are you okay, big girl? So I went back home and I texted a friend, T, girl, if you listen to Hey Girl Hey. And I was just having this moment of like trying to meet myself where I was at because I know for me, this sadness isn't necessarily something that I could attribute to one specific thing. When I really sat with it and was trying to process it and kind of meet myself where I was at, it was that, you know, it's just a lot of changes. There have been a lot of, uh, or there has been rather a lot of loss in my life. Um, a lot of gain, but also a lot of loss, right, in the past month. And so just really kind of having 
that stillness to sit with that, it hurt a little bit. And so I was kind of processing that. And I think one thing that I have learned throughout this time, and I'm always constantly reminded of when I go through these periods where it's tough, is that even when you're going through a tough period and you have the, the, you've grown enough to understand that it's something that will pass. You've grown enough to understand that you will get through it. Um, you can work through it using the tools that you've learned about using everything that you've learned about yourself. It's still hard. It's still tough. And I've just been trying to really just like up that self-care. Um, I went and I got a facial. I signed up for spin classes. So if you guys can follow me on Instagram, you would have seen I went to a spin class here in Dallas. I went to the studio. I loved it. Everyone was so nice, so kind. I had so much fun in the class. And even though there's a gym in my apartment that I work out in pretty much every single day, I signed up for spin classes just so I could get out of the house and have something to look forward to each um, each week, right? Because I signed up for the one where I have like eight classes a month. I'm just trying to, you know, dip my toe in it, okay, before I sign up for like unlimited or something like that. And I just want to have something where I can like leave the house and go to. I, you know, I cleaned up. I've been, you know, allowing myself that space to sit and to relax and to do nothing if that's what my body and my mind and my spirit is calling for. But even going through all of that and really meeting myself with like all that self-care, all that compassion, all that grace, it's still been really hard. And so I had this moment this morning where I just really was going through it. And I even was like, I don't even know if I can record a podcast episode because one thing I hate is coming on here, like trying to fake anything. Y'all know that's not how we do things around here because really energies does not lie. Y'all know energies does not lie. You can show up and you can pretend to be happy. You can try to force a smile, but there will always be this sort of sad aura around you if you're trying to fake it, if you're trying to pretend like you're feeling something that you're really truly not feeling on a cellular level. And so I never like to show up and fake it to you guys or lie about how I'm really feeling. And I also understand that you guys come to this podcast for like having that support and for having that inspiration. So it also is not beneficial for every single episode of me talking about how sad I am, okay? Because that's not it either. So really it's about finding that balance. And I was trying to evaluate, like, did I need to take a break from the podcast and step away for a minute? And I had that conversation with myself today and I kind of was going back and forth with it. And then I was just, again, outside of the patio earlier. And I really just got so excited thinking about recording an episode. And I was just like, you know, I really, as much as I'm going through it right now, I really am excited to show up here and I am excited to record this episode and I am excited about just all the things that, you know, Manifest Daily has to offer for both you guys and for me. So that's where we're at today, okay? Just, you know, me setting the emotional scene for you guys and letting you guys know what's been going on. And then another little like random thing. So I also had this thing happen with the podcast where someone let me know that on Apple, it was not showing episodes one to 10, which some of the very, very, very early episodes of this podcast are the most downloaded. And I actually had to troubleshoot with my podcast host and with Apple. And it looks like there was some sort of limit set up. They have since removed that. So for any new subscribers, if you are new and you're kind of like working your way back, you should be able to see episodes one to 10 now on Apple. And for any older subscribers, OGs, if y'all don't see it, I think they said it should show up in the next couple of days. So just like a little disclaimer on that, if you're kind of going back and you're trying to listen to the first episode, um, that might be kind of an issue there. 
Also, you can always find those episodes on my website. I know I don't really like push the blog a lot on here, but those episodes, the OG ones are all on my website on Squarespace. Uh, so if you ever want to find them and for some reason you don't want to use Spotify and you're not seeing them on Apple, you can always, always find them on the website. Okay, let's go ahead and get into my updated manifestation routine. gonna do things that I don't want to do <laughs> and that is one thing that I I love about myself which can sometimes become a problem especially when you have to really lean into obviously dedication and perseverance and sometimes you have to commit to doing things that you may not necessarily love doing in the moment right where it's um it's more so you're doing it for your future and you're doing it for your future self. But when it comes to my manifestation routine, I love to keep it minimal. I love to keep it simple. And I have always kept my manifestation routine very simple, I think, compared to a lot of people that I've seen talk about their manifestation routines. But now it's even more simplified. And I feel like in this specific season that I'm in, this simplicity and this minimalism that's surrounding my manifestation routine has been key in me calling in more things. I feel like, I think it has to do with a bunch of different things. I don't think it's not necessary. I just don't think it's, oh, I can't talk right now. I don't think it's only because of the minimalism and the simplicity, but I think it has to do with the fact that it is minimalist and minimalist it is minimalist or minimal and it is simple and where i am right now in my season of life i need things to be minimal i need things to be simple i need things to be a little bit more chill and in the flow because right now there's so much happening that requires so much of my energy and so much of my mind space and, and my head space and my time that really this routine has to be something where I can commit to it. And so for me, that means making it minimal and simple. So if you're someone right now where you're kind of like, you know, I love the idea of doing all these things. Or I love the idea of trying to manifest all these things, but really I want something that's simple and minimal for me because that's the only way that I'm really going to commit to it and fully put myself in it. Then y'all gonna love this because really this is the routine for you okay so and I say routine loosely by the way but y'all let me let me get into it let me explain okay one of the things that I love to do for my manifestation routine is to express a lot of gratitude this probably shouldn't come as a surprise to you especially if you follow me on social media and especially if you follow um, kind of the stuff that I love to talk about. I talk a lot about gratitude and I feel like gratitude is such a simple thing, but it really has been just at the core of me being able to manifest more and manifest quote unquote bigger things. Right. And this really comes down to sort of, again, your energy and where you're meeting yourself at. If you are calling in things and you're able to be grateful for whatever you're calling and how small that you may perceive it to be, you're going to have sort of that energy that's surrounding you that just basically is just like the energy of love, the energy of gratitude, the energy of positivity. And that's going to allow you to attract in more things that 
that are bigger, attracted more things that are more on that wavelength and more on that energetic vibe of positivity of, you know, beautiful things of love, right? So for me, gratitude has been an important part of my manifestation routine. And in terms of the simplicity aspect of this, I know a lot of people will keep gratitude journals. I know a lot of people will specifically take time to write down like five things they're grateful for every single day. My routine doesn't necessarily look that rigid when it comes to gratitude. For me, gratitude really is a practice that I love to engage in authentically and whenever it comes to me, whenever it calls to me. And it just happens to be that that's very, very routine and that's very, very consistent, but it's not necessarily linked to a specific schedule, right? So it's not like I wake up every single day and I'm like, okay, it's 5 a.m. Like I'm gonna start with writing down what I'm grateful for. That may work for you. And if you're someone who does engage in a journal practice that is at a specific set time every single day, then I think that will actually work for you if you wanna sort of incorporate gratitude in your gratitude practice into your journaling because it's just gonna be like a seamless blend, right? But for me, what this looks like is I just naturally <laughs> say what I'm grateful for throughout the day as I feel it. So for example, it's like, um, okay, so y'all know how I got a new car, right? So whenever I'm about to go somewhere and I like, um, go to drive, like typically when I walk out to the garage and I just look at the car and like, I just feel this like swell in my heart of like, wow, like, I can't believe this is my car now. Like, I can't believe like, this is mine. Like, I can't believe I get to drive this. And so for me, I take that moment to express that gratitude in that moment because I feel it right there. And I think the reason why this is so powerful is because in the moment when I'm feeling that swell of emotions, I express the gratitude. So it's almost like we talk a lot about in manifestation uh, or with manifestation rather that you want to feel the emotions and feel the thing as you're talking about the thing, right? So it sort of gives it a little extra energetic boost, a little extra energetic, energetic power. And so I think that the reason why my gratitude practice is so powerful authentically is because I naturally engage in these gratitude statements as I'm feeling the emotion in the moment. So, you know, I'll walk out to the car, I'll feel that swell of emotion and I'll be like, wow, like, and you don't always have to be like, I'm so grateful for it. That's the other thing too, right? Cause we don't have to make it this rigid practice of like, we do it a certain type of way. So for me, sometimes it sounds like I'm so grateful for that. Or sometimes I'd be like, yo, like, girl, I'm so glad you're right. Like I'll talk to the car, I'll be like, girl, I'm so glad you're here. Like, I'm so happy to have you in my life. Like, Girl, stay as long as you want. Okay, you are welcome. You are welcome and you are loved. Like I will literally talk to my material possessions, talk to my car. Um, I will just talk to myself as well. So it doesn't always have to be material possessions. Sometimes it happens to be, for example, when I was out on the patio and just sitting there and being in the warmth and being with the fake grass. And it was sort of like, I remember when literally, you know, a, just a couple of weeks ago, it was the vision to put the fake grass there to get a certain type of chair and, and then now it's here right and it's such a small thing but I really sat there and I was like wow like I can't believe I'm I'm able to spread out on this patio and really just soak up the sun and, and be able to do my work my actual work to earn money here in this space I'm so happy I'm so grateful like damn like I'm feeling good you feel me so it really just is a way for me to express gratitude and do it in a way for me that's very authentic. And like I said, I don't always like to be bound to a journal to have to do that practice. And I don't want y'all to feel like you have to be bound to a journal to do this practice too, because y'all know I'm here for dismantling the 
the the quote-unquote rules of manifestation because one thing about me is I'm gonna tell you right now like you don't need to do anything a certain way to get results like everybody does things in different ways to get the same and different results and so I'm telling y'all how I like to do it. and if you resonate with it and if it feels good for you go ahead and try that out like try try it out it's not gonna hurt you to try it out but what I don't want you to do is feel as if you have to do something a certain way because like when people's over there talking about oh you gotta you have to sit down and write in your journal and write things out five times five whatever the damn math they was doing at the time girl I said baby who because not me because not me like it's not that I don't have time and I'm not gonna make time for it it's that it just didn't resonate with me and one thing about me is if something doesn't resonate with me and if it doesn't feel like vibrationally good, I'm not going to do it because there's one thing about something feeling vibrationally good and feeling like it resonates with you and you knowing that you're going to have to commit to it a certain way to do it and maybe push past some of the discomfort of starting something new. And then there's also something where it just don't resonate. And so like why force yourself to do something that doesn't resonate with you and is not going to work for you on an energetic level? So that's just kind of the way I like to look at it because I feel like personally looking at it that way has helped me on my journey with manifestation and also with just simplifying my routine and finding something that works for me. So just a little tangent, but don't ever find yourself feeling boxed in. If you ever start to feel like you're boxed in and people are telling you all these different things and you don't know who to listen to and what to do, girl, do what feels good for you and do what feels good to you, okay? So going into my next step or my next part of my manifestation routine is that I don't always journal. I actually posted an IGTV video the other day. Y'all saw um, at the end of that video, I actually did journal. So I um, got up, I did my workout, I ate my breakfast, I hopped online for work. And then I, I journaled right before kind of getting into work. And so on that day, it felt good for me to journal. There was something that I wanted to write down and get off my chest. I wanted to have a conversation with my higher self and with God in my journal that morning because there were things that I was feeling really emotional and feeling a lot of like heavy energy about. And I feel like for me in that moment, writing it down and journaling it out was the way that I could process that, right? But that's not always the case. And I don't always feel the need to journal. And so I don't have a rigid journal routine. I don't wake up every single day and journal at the same time and write the same things out or use my prompts. I use my prompts sometimes and sometimes I don't. I provide prompts to you guys so that if you do like prompts, you can use them. If you want to just free write and not use prompts, you can do that too. And if you're someone that wakes up every single day and journals, this is not me saying stop doing that. I don't really care what you do if it resonates with you. I really don't. As long as you're doing something that feels good to you and resonates with you, keep doing that for as long as you feel like that feels good to you. So in this current season, for me, it looks like not consistently journaling, I will say. So I do feel like part of the reason that I don't consistently journal is because I consistently podcast. So I've spoken about this a couple of times before. Um, I've mentioned my human design, being a projector, being a self-projected projector. So what that means is that for me, I, I figure a lot of things out by talking it out. So often when I get on phone calls with friends, when I talk to my mom, when I'm talking to myself in the shower, when I hop on this podcast, that's how it's almost like my my voice journal, like, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I think I don't journal 
all the time is because I do podcast consistently. I do have those conversations consistently with myself in a different way. So for you, you could like journaling, but maybe you like something else. Like I feel like just allow yourself to explore, especially if you're someone where you feel like you don't love journaling and you feel like you're being forced into the box of like, I need to journal every single day. Girl, just find you something else, okay? Like find you something else that actually feels good to you. Um, another thing I will say is I always tell you guys that I love scripting and I really do love scripting. And so for me, scripting isn't a consistent thing. So I am a very powerful manifester and I want y'all to all affirm that right now because we're all powerful manifestors. I think it's just about the recognition that you are a powerful manifester. But I have gotten to learn that about myself that I like I gotta be not not to say this in a way to like scare myself, but it's it's very empowering that I understand this now. But when I speak things or when I write things or when I really like visualize things, I call things in. And now that I'm really like just keen on my own process and keen on my own energies, I call things in very quickly. So what that means is that I, wait, hold on. I don't even know where I was going with this girl. I done fell off my own tangent. Oh Lord. But anyways, what I'm trying to say is, wait, what am I trying? Oh yeah. So scripting, going back to scripting. So what I'm trying to say is like with scripting, I don't always have to sit down and write a script. I love doing that because I love writing and I love kind of being like imaginative and, and really getting descriptive. And y'all know I'm a specific manifester. So those descriptions and those details really do help me in my manifestation process. But I know that I don't have to sit down and script in order to call things in. I can have those conversations with my higher self and with God. I can, I can just dream about things like right before bed. I can visualize things. I can, um, I can just use different methods, right? I can just speak things aloud and affirm it and let it go. And really what's hard about that, I think my struggle with like manifestation, my manifestation routine is that when I really want something, and I'm I have trouble doing the letting go piece. Um, again, if you listen to my previous episode where I talk about my car manifestation, y'all know when I went into the dealership, I was really I was chilling because I was like I could walk out here with my current car and be good, baby. I'm gonna probably go to Trader Joe's after, okay? But because I was so like in a space of I could call this in if it's for me, but if it's not for me, I'm totally cool with walking out of here and I will be more than okay. I really attracted in a situation where I got a new car, right? So it really is in that space where you're able to like let go of like the importance of the thing is when you're able to call it in. My struggle though is when I really want something, it'd be hard because I'm such a person of like goals and and action oriented and I'm gonna do what it takes type of thing that sometimes I can struggle to find the balance between me taking action, me persevering, me being self-determined and letting God take over and letting opportunities that are going to find me, find me naturally, being open to the supernatural, being open to what I can't see in front of me, right? So I struggle with that piece, but I will say though that typically when I affirm something either in writing out loud, um, whatever the case may be, if it is for me, it comes in very quickly for me because typically in the situations where I affirm it and I also am living in a space of like, I'm calling it in, but really if it's not for me and there's something better, I'm open to that. I call things in very quickly. That being said, going back to the whole journaling piece, cause that's what we started off with. You don't necessarily have to always write things down. You don't have to journal things out. You can find a different way 
to affirm whatever it is you're calling in or to express yourself. If you're using journaling for more of that cathartic release of your emotions and kind of talking through where you're at right now. So another piece of my manifestation routine in this current season, I think this has just been in the past, like I would say month or two, I have actually been using my tarot cards less. This is something that I think is just happening naturally because I don't see them as much. They're actually in this particular closet that I'm recording in right now. And I really don't go in this closet often. This is the closet that's off of my office. And I just use this as kind of like storage. And right now I'm still like doing the office. So I feel like it's just kind of like out of sight, out of mind. And I haven't really been called to my cards lately. That being said, I feel like for me, I like to take a break from the cards sometimes because what the cards are is they're just a tool. I don't ever want to get to a place where I'm relying on the cards to tell me information because the cards can't tell me anything that I don't inherently know. Okay. All these tools out here, all these things are telling you things that you know deep down, but maybe you're struggling to bypass your conscious mind, bypass your ego to, to figure out and to feel out. And so sometimes for me, I'll go through these periods where I don't use my tarot cards as much. And it's almost like in that specific season, I'm strengthening my intuition. So I'm allowing myself to really understand and to really suss out what is it that I know? What is it that my intuition, my higher self is telling me, what is it that I can figure out and discern without a tool such as a tarot card, without a tool such as an oracle card? So this is not to say that I'll never use them again. Because girl, listen, I'm pulling my cards out probably next week, okay? But what I'm saying is in this specific season, my routine has really been around kind of allowing myself to lean on my own knowledge and my own intuitive like voices, intuitive hits without relying on a specific external tool, more so really leaning on the internal and leaning on picking up and like understanding signs that are all around me because you're always being presented with signs, right? But if you're not really tuned in, you miss them signs all the time. But I have been noticing angel numbers like no other y'all. I have been picking up on signs. Like I'll meet people and people have been talking to me about my energy. Like, damn, like your energy. Like it's like all these signs and signals and messages that I'm receiving and they're coming from all these places. But have like, if I weren't tuned in, I would miss them completely, right? And so in this season, I'm really just relying on myself a little bit more versus an external tool. So another thing that I have been doing, or I guess not doing, is I haven't been keeping track of the new and full moons like I once did. But what I've been doing is more so keeping track of my energy and tuning into self. I, at one point, was always sort of on top of like what, where the moon was, right? Like new moon, full moon, like which one, what sign. And but I would say right now, I'm kind of like, I'm not fully tuned out. I'm like, you know, I know kind of what season we're in. I kind of know, I have a good idea. Um, another thing is my cycle actually syncs up with the new moon and my ovulation, I believe, syncs up with the full moon. I'm sort of keeping track of it, but internally, right? So instead of me being like, oh, it's a new moon or the full moon, I'm like, oh, I feel X, Y, and Z happening with my body. And so I know my cycle is coming or I feel this happening. What could this possibly be? Like, I'm really just allowing myself to be in tune with myself, my own energy. So again, going back to the cycle, a big part of that has been kind of like, I've been doing more like research and more 
um, just like deep dives into your cycle. And I have an episode with um, Viani who came on the podcast and she's actually the founder of Status Flow. And she came on and we talked all about periods, about birth control, about sort of like, you know, how to really use your cycle to, to create productivity in your life, to create flow in your life. And so I forget the number of the episode, but if you haven't listened to that and you identify as a woman and you um, receive periods, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you go ahead and check out that episode. That being said, for me, um, in this specific season, it's just looked like kind of just tracking my periods and not necessarily like tracking them to be like, when is it coming so I can like, you know, do X, Y, and Z. But it's more like just understanding where my cycle is, understanding how that affects my energy and how I can sort of move through my cycle. So I mentioned earlier in the episode that because I'm, I'm currently on uh, day four or five of my cycle, I did go to the gym today and that's because I was feeling up to it. But typically on the first couple of days of my cycle, I won't go to the gym anymore. I'll allow myself to stay home. I'll allow myself to, to make those comfort foods to rest. I'll drink more water. Um, I recently went to Target, aka yesterday, and I got a bunch of vitamins. And one of the and I allowed myself to, I did this really cool thing. I just picked out vitamins intuitively. So I didn't really pick up a multivitamin. I actually just picked up different things based on what my intuition was telling me to pick up. So one of the one of the minerals or the vitamins that I picked up was iron. And it actually was, and I, well, technically I still am, I guess. So I have been diagnosed with a bleeding disorder and my periods used to be really, really heavy. Like I'm talking, I had to go on birth control basically once my periods started because my periods were so heavy and um, it was just the concern of just kind of how heavy they were. And so I, I actually had to get like iron IVs um, a couple times in childhood because my iron was so low because I was having these heavy periods. And so even though in this specific season, I, I kind of like intuitively healed that. I still technically, you know, will always have the bleeding disorder, right? It's a genetic bleeding disorder. But at the same time, like now off of birth control, like I haven't really experienced those heavy periods I used to have before, which is Oh my God, such a blessing. But that being said, I was intuitively called to pick up iron pills, right? So I'm on my period. I'm, I'm having these cycles. My body's like, you know what? Like, let's re-up on that iron. I was intuitively called to pick up some probiotics because I really have been feeling just kind of called towards certain things to really take care of my gut health. So really just allowing my body to guide me in certain places, allowing myself to be like, okay, I feel like I should do X, Y, and Z because I'm on my cycle, or I feel like I'm ovulating. And that's why I'm really creative and leaning into that in that particular time in my cycle. So instead of, you know, basically scheduling my life around the external of the moon, of the new moon, of the full moon, instead of um, doing my any sort of manifestation or any sort of scripting ritual on new moons or on um, any release ritual on full moons, what I have what I have been doing particularly or specifically, y'all, I'm really struggling right now. But what I have been doing is just allowing myself to do that stuff intuitively, and it just naturally syncs up with the moon. Okay, so 
it's I just naturally feel called to typically do um to do release type things around the full moon and I naturally feel called to like clean up my space and to think about what I want to create and stuff like that during new moon so that's kind of just how I've been doing it and I feel like it's not only more simplified for me but I feel like it's just better for me because I'm really just like allowing myself to again tune in a little bit more and just like allow myself to really see where where I'm at like spiritually versus um allowing you know like the new moon in Pisces to tell me what the energy should be and kind of like molding myself to that I am sort of working the other way like the opposite way rather so the last thing I will say that I've been doing for my manifestation routine if you will is that I have been just kind of going with the flow, being really in tune with what I feel called to do, try, where I feel called to go, um, asking myself less questions. So this has been a really big part of moving here. And I, even moving here itself was a very big intuitive leap. So this was something I felt really called to do. And on paper, it looks kind of crazy. In real life, it looks even crazier to my ego, to my mind. It sounded really insane and it sounded like, what are you doing? But intuitively, it felt really right. And so I did it. And that's probably the, this is probably the biggest leap I would say I've taken in my life so far. And I've just been allowing myself to take little mini leaps um, basically after that. So, you know, that has looked like, reaching out to certain people, um, answering certain messages that has looked like me going to certain places, booking certain things. So when I booked the spin class and when I went there, like just really little things in my life that a lot of these things are really just me being called to step outside of my comfort zone just for a little bit and just kind of like experience something new. And I have been doing it. And I think for me, that's, it's been hard. It's been like a lot of little hard moments, but every time I do something like that, it just gives me a little bit of extra strength and comfort and knowing that I did something that felt really scary at the time. But guess what? I did it. It's cool. I made it. I'm here. And I'm even better after that's happened. I have more experience. I, I, I feel you know, happy. I don't have any regrets. Right. So I have just been allowing myself to do that. And one of the things again about manifestation is that I always say to y'all, like, if you want to create something new, right. If you're looking to create this big blessing or call in this big blessing rather, and call in these opportunities and things like that, that you have never experienced before, you have to allow yourself to get used to the feeling of experiencing things that you've never experienced before. And so for me, I feel like in this season, trying new things, is not necessarily about like going to spin class or about trying the new food or about going on a date and feeling weird and nervous because girl, I haven't dated in a minute, but it's more so about me doing things that I am not used to. So I can get used to the feeling of doing things and experiencing things that are new to me. Because now when I go to call in something or when I go to ask for a blessing or when I go to ask for opportunities to come into my life, I am open and receptive to all the new things that could happen. Because when you're asking for new things to come into your life, you're asking for things that are going to essentially be uncomfortable because you're going to be new. I kind of would say that's like me stretching that muscle, like almost like if there was a specific muscle that's associated with calling and blessings, like you're stretching that muscle when you do that. So that's kind of what I've been doing. And I think it's been working really well, not only for my mental health and my spiritual health, but just like my emotional health. Because 
like I said, you guys, it's just been a lot of new. It's been kind of hard adjusting. It's been easy at some times and hard doing other times. And I have my good days and I also have my down days. And just having different things to look forward to the try really helps. Like this week, I actually booked three spin classes. Your girl went crazy a little bit. So I'm going to spin tomorrow night after work. I'm going Thursday morning before work. And then I'm also going Saturday morning. And I'm just trying to like incorporate different things and create my own little routine here. Um, I have this coffee shop I love to go to. And I've been doing that like every Friday or so. I just kind of go there, take my laptop and I take my calls from the shop. And I just have their avocado toast and their oat milk latte, which is so, so, so good. And just kind of making my own little routine there and allowing myself to be open, like meeting new people, um, trying new things and trying different areas. So that is it, my loves. That is my updated manifestation routine. And I just really hope that in listening to this, you guys took something away from it. Maybe it is that reminder that you can craft your own routine and it doesn't have to look like anyone else's. I think one of the things about sort of being in the space online is that I noticed that there are a lot of people who kind of like speak about it in this way of like, you should do this and you have to do this and this, that, and the other. And a lot of that I just don't resonate with anymore. I've kind of tuned a lot of people out. I've unfollowed a lot of people. I've muted a lot of people. Well, actually, I just really unfollow them. But I just really just like to stay in my own lane online because I just feel like sometimes I see that stuff. And there are people who I've had on this podcast, even that I don't listen to their content or follow them anymore because I just don't resonate with it anymore. It seems very like almost like super ritualized to me. And I don't necessarily agree with that in the way that they put the information out there. And so on this podcast, I, I am going to be honest about my journey and how, you know, my views and my thoughts are changing because I think we're always changing. We're constantly learning new things and you should always be changing your views and your understanding of the world and your perception and all the things. But right now in this season, I really feel like just whatever you have to do to put yourself in a really good positive vibration, positive headspace, whatever you can do to work through your traumas, it's going to be best for you. Like I can't sit here and tell you what is going to be best for you because only you know you. Like only you know your story, you know your journey, you know what you've been through, you know the traumas that you've experienced. You might have certain triggers that I have never even thought about in my life. And same thing with me, right? So take what feels good to you from whatever I say and leave what doesn't. <laughs> leave what doesn't. Because at the end of the day, if you try to force yourself to do something because you think that it is going to bring in a bunch of money or bring in the love of your life or bring in that new job and you are sitting there and you're writing a whole bunch of stuff down that you don't feel good writing down, girl, it's just, it's gonna, it's not gonna go the way you want it to go, okay? It's just gonna be you taking time and you just writing stuff down and you getting frustrated. And that really just puts you in even worse of a place than when you sat down to write down whatever you sat down to write down, okay? So yeah, just take, take everything with a grain of salt. Um, allow yourself to independently evaluate what feels good to you, suss it out, bail it out, and use your intuition. Stretch that intuitive muscle and really just ask myself, like, what do what is this? Does this feel good? Like, what do I actually feel like doing? What do I feel like is going to put me in that positive vibration? Because you always know, you're gonna always know. And it really is about tuning into self. Um, everything that I've been doing these days has been me trying to tune back into self because I feel like whenever I feel this sadness and this disconnectedness to the world, um, it typically is because 
I am like not really tuned into self in the way that I normally am. Um, and that has become my regular. So when I'm tuned out, it feels very wrong and it feels very painful. Um, and that's kind of, you know, any, any sort of like negative emotion, sadness, anger, um, frustration, fear, doubt is really you tuned out of yourself, tuned out of your higher self, because your higher self knows it will all be okay. Your higher self knows like that this is all love. Your higher self knows that you are loved, that you are worthy, that you are going to call in all the things that you're meant to call in. Like nothing that is for you, cliche, can go past you though. Nothing that's for you can go past you. And your higher self knows all that. So when you're experiencing the fear, the frustration, the sadness, the doubt, the the anger, the, the feeling as if you have been left behind, because I have been feeling as if I have been left behind, that is really you being tuned out of self. So ask yourself, how can I tune into self? Maybe it is that facial. Maybe it is reading that book. Maybe it is that journaling. Maybe it is just putting on some music. Maybe it is just taking time to ground. And although my grass is fake, it does wonders for me grounding. I go out there barefoot and I just let my little toes kind of flitter in the grass to really feel grounded, to feel pulled down to the earth in some way. So yeah, my loves, that is it. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I am so happy that I decided to record, that I decided to follow that intuitive nudge to get up and come in here and record this episode for you guys and that I am not taking a break. <laughs> and um, I just want to thank y'all so much for listening and for tuning in for walking with the podcast. We've been here. We've been going for a minute, baby girl. And, you know, we're going to keep going because we got more tea to spill. Okay, more tea to spill in upcoming episodes of the pod. So again, thank you so, so, so much for being here. If you want more of this content, whether it be any masterclasses, whether it be any of the exclusive podcast episodes, any of the guided meditations, the workbooks, the wallpapers, the wallpaper templates, any of the things, feel free to check out my Patreon. It's always going to be linked in the show notes. It's also linked on my Instagram bio. We have three different content tiers over on Patreon and the first one starts at just $6 a month. So if you want to continue supporting me as a creator, not just by consuming the content, which I love, and I thank you for doing that, by the way, but if you want to sort of take your support to the next level, feel free to check out the Patreon. Obviously, no pressure because like, I mean, no, but, you know, check out the Patreon, see if you like what you like and feel free to subscribe over there. I definitely want to like bring some more cool things to it and um, again, I keep saying this all the time, but I do, I have things in the works and plans for the Patreon. So go ahead and check it out again, linked in the show notes. And again, I want to thank y'all for being here. I'll chat with you in the next episode next week, my loves. Bye. Have an amazing day and an amazing rest of your week. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors about bundling your home auto and other vehicles. 
In hockey, it's the goalie's job to protect the net. And in life, your net is your home and auto, but also your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your goalie is the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive Insurance. Well, and also the savings you get when you bundle. So in this metaphor, you have two goalies, which is okay because, you know, it's just a metaphor. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary we have a Balinese cooking class a sacred monkey forest visit a coffee brewing workshop literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary and this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays so if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful amazing beautiful souls head to my website for more information themanifestly.com slash events visit the link in the show notes and yeah let's let's hang out in Bali 